This is Scripture Headlines Podcast, going through every passage in Scripture is breaking news today. I'm your host, Josh Bovey. Let's do this. What is up? This is Scripture Headlines Podcast, and I'm your host, Josh Bovey. We're told in Scripture to love God and, you know, to love our neighbors. I hear a lot of either Christians or non-Christians repeatedly saying that right now, that we need to love our neighbors. And I agree, you know, we do need to love our neighbors. But when you say love your neighbors, are you th- are you talking about the biblical definition of love? Or are you talking about making someone feel loved with just being compassionate? Which there isn't anything wrong with being compassionate to people, but are you doing it out of a necessity of the world or out of a moral obligation? That's the question. Jesus said in Matthew 22, 36 through 40, that that we ought to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second, like it, love your neighbor as yourself. These are the two greatest commandments. We have an obligation to love our neighbors because we're all created in the image of God, imagu Deu, not because the world is telling you to. The love Matthew uses here is agapeo, meaning one must love others from a moral standpoint. We have a moral obligation to love our neighbors as ourself. In today's climate, Christ followers ought to be able to listen to those that are hurting right now, be friendly and compassionate, but also be generous with the truth. Truth is an exceptional aspect of love that we often forget to use. To love others is to tell them the truth. It's difficult to tell people the truth of what's going on today when the facts contradict literally the outrage culture right now. We as Christians are to be anti-culture illuminate the contradictions by being in the culture but not of the culture in order to strategically you know spread the gospel in a compassionate and truth-filled way as christ said love your neighbor as yourself you are morally obligated to be friendly show compassion and be truthful that's a quick word for today let's get to the show From Genesis uh, 2 and 3, the Washington Post headline is, God tempts Adam and Eve by placing luscious fruit trees in the garden and tells them, do not touch. The reporter for this headline, who shall not be named, continues by saying, and I quote, The anthill has been made and the cosmic father God is sitting up in heaven with his microscope beaming down light in an effort to tempt Adam and Eve by placing the most desirable fruit directly in the center of the garden and then proceeding to forbid them from touching the fruit because, as we see, God wrongly tells them that they will surely die immediately. The beginning of mankind is really off to a cosmic collision of morality. Create your man and then tell him what he can't do. I don't remember what setting in Minecraft that was under, do you? This reminds me of a story of when I was a child, I wanted to stick a fork in a light socket, but my father and mother always told me not to. Well, parents, if it was such a big deal, then why did you put a light socket where I could reach it? Kind of seems a little redundant in my opinion. I'm not sure which is worse, the tree of knowledge of good and evil or the tree of life. If it were me, I would have grabbed a piece of fruit from the tree of life because, hey, God didn't tell them they couldn't eat from that tree. However, God is the problem. Tempting others is a sin. And God tempted the poor, underprivileged Adam and Eve who didn't know any better. Unquote. You know, this idea that God is the tempter is just is just what most non-believers actually believe. Essentially, let's take the blame off of the fact that God told Adam not to touch the tree of knowledge, which in the later portion we'll talk about a little bit more. 
But but seriously, though, this is the idea of the world today. Divert attention away from personal responsibility and blame things on others, including God. We see this time and time again, whether it's identity politics, find the victim in the situation instead of understanding the context. What God has done here is create man, Imagudeu, in the image of God, meaning we have consciousness, the ability to choose, think critically, and create things. God created man with free will to choose. It is not that God tempted Adam and Eve. It is that God gave them the ability to choose. And when you have free will, there are good and bad consequences for the actions you choose, right? Placing the tree in the center of the garden, you know, I, I can't speak for God, but those trees represented real consequences that could happen if the fruit was taken from them. From our perspective, we can feel the need to blame God for many things because in the end, he is in control, but also we don't understand the end goal when we are pointing fingers at everyone else during difficult times. There is still personal responsibility to listen to God, which Adam and Eve, I mean, they clearly did not do that. But like, this is the idea of the world is to shift blame, take the blame off of um, yourself and blame somebody else for actions that you may have done or, or blame, blame actions that that one person may have committed and then lump in all people from that specific group as being bad. Let's get into our first break for a second and then we'll come back and hit our second headline. So our second headline comes from CNN. Um, the headline is, <laughs> oh boy, uh, the headline is Adam and Eve's knight in shining armor, the truthful Lucifer. The reporter says this, and I quote, the bravest angel of them all, Lucifer, becomes Adam and Eve's knight in shining armor. Adam, the misogynist patriarch that he is, and Eve, the vulnerable woman are both saved by Lucifer, who helps them escape the garden by telling Eve the truth about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God told Adam not to touch the tree, or they surely will die. Lucifer said to Eve, You will not certainly die, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And their eyes were opened, and guess what? They didn't die. See, Lucifer wrote in, to save the newly created mankind from being trapped, working tirelessly for the cosmic evil God who looks down on them as underprivileged. The most beautiful angel is also the most courageous and bravest angel, the only one to stand up to God for the sake of Adam and Eve. We can compare Lucifer to Robin Hood, sweeping in to rescue the socially underprivileged Adam and Eve from the cage of, of the Garden of Eden. The first social justice warrior recorded in history, unquote. I, uh, I just have to remind you guys that this is not actual articles by CNN or Washington Post, but simply it just it's just an idea of what they might say if they were to make headlines about the historical biblical events. I've noticed this new idea that's coming to light that God had Adam and Eve in captivity like they were his slaves and, and the virtuous Lucifer was the hero who Show them the way out of captivity. It's a it's a strange idea, but it's shifting the narrative from God creating everything and it was very good 
to God created everything and it was wrong for him to even give Adam any of a choice. As we discussed earlier, it's it's not wrong for us to have a choice, but it's the gravity of having personal responsibility that we ought to understand. Next, you know, God surely did not lie to his creation. He said that they will surely die, but in the minds of Adam and Eve, they thought that death was immediate after touching the fruit. Lucifer, with his partial partial truth speech to Eve, is what we would say is probably the, the first fake news. Lucifer was not a knight in shining armor, but the true tempter that brought the downfall of humanity. Even though the downfall is not predominantly Lucifer's fault, which we can also now call Satan, but Adam's fault, as he was being the patriarch, was responsible for Eve. And as the theologians would say, Adam was deceived while Eve was super deceived because she was not the one with the direct instructions from God on not to touch the fruit. The narrative here is that God is bad. Lucifer is good. Garden of Eden is a cage. Outside of the, outside of the garden is freedom. This is the idea that instead looking at what is good, one should instead look at situations from perspectives of victimhood. Who is the patriarch? Who is underneath? Those underneath the law are the victims automatically and being oppressed by the law or lawmaker. Not being safe or saved because of the prescription of the law. And lastly, Lucifer should rightly be compared to Satan as they are, you know, the same, both the problem and arbiter of evil. While Robin Hood was stealing from the rich who were stealing from the poor. So essentially he was getting back what was actually stolen. All right, guys. So let's get in some some weird, weird news, some weird headlines that I've seen over this past month during this coronavirus mess. And uh, some final words right after this. So this weird headline that I've got for y'all today, man dresses up as Grim Reaper to warn Florida beachgoers about coronavirus. So this comes from uh, NBC News, and this is actually this is actually what <laughs> what the uh, the reporter is talking about here. So essentially, what's going on in this video is there's a dude that's an actual lawyer for this county that's dressed up as a Grim Reaper. This is back from May fourth. And he's walking around and these beachgoers are like, they could care less. They don't care. And he's just like, this, this virus is just, uh, it's, it's so dangerous. I want the, I want everyone to go back out. We need to keep the beaches safe. We need to keep people safe. So what does he do? He literally dresses up as the, as the Grim Reaper to scare people. Great, great, great idea. Although I do wonder, like, is he actually safer because he has a, Lara, a mask on and like he's got gloves on everything else is he actually safer than all the other and than all the people on the beach i don't know you know but that is absolutely classic that was the weirdest news i could find today and this has been scripture headlines podcast with your host me josh bovey god bless america have a great weekend i'll see you next week if you like this episode, subscribe to the podcast, give us a review, share it with your friends and family, like us on Facebook at Scripture Headlines Podcast.